Competition for milk supply in Waikato is intensifying as a new international player sets up shop. Singapore-based Olam Food Ingredients, known as OFI, has been door-knocking at dairy farms surrounding its new Tokoroa dairy processing facility. The multinational agricultural organisation sources and supplies food products from around 50 countries, including cocoa, coffee, dairy, nuts and spices. It's prompted some long-established Fonterra farmers to erect billboards declaring themselves a, quote, proud Fonterra farmer, unquote. One of the signs is right across the road from the new plant, which will open in mid-November. Fonterra says the idea for the signs came about from group discussions with farmers and anyone who wants to erect a sign will get support to do so. Due to commercial sensitivities, neither company will reveal how many have actually made the switch. But Federal Farmers Waikato Dairy spokesperson Matthew Zonderup understands OFI is nearly at capacity. Nathan Penny is a senior agricultural economist at Westpac. They're both with us. Uh, Good morning and welcome. Good morning. Morning. Matthew, can you kick off? Can you tell us, please, about how OFI has been working on recruiting farmers? I understand literally door knocking or coming up the uh, driveway anyway. Yeah, that's right. Um, Mostly, it has literally, it has been door knocking, Um, just going around, uh, testing the waters. And um, you know, judging what uh, you know what they can offer in comparison to against other suppliers. So it is just cold calling. When it comes to their success, you say you believe they're nearly at capacity. Can you give us an indication of what that is? Uh, no, we don't know those numbers yet. Um, most of the people that I have spoken to, they're all under confidentiality agreements at the moment. So it's uh, it's a bit hard to actually get uh, a lot of information out of anyone. What uh, incentives are they offering farmers? Um, as far as I'm aware, they're pretty much offering a minimum uh, guarantee of Fonterra milk price at the moment and with some other incentives along the lines of uh, imported feed coming into the country at a cheaper rate than they could do buying it through Agribiz or Swaps or someone like that. Um, and also they're, they're getting good deals now through through bulk supply, through fuel and farmlands, as far as I'm aware. What's happening, though, with the cash hit you could get by making the change? Just explain um, what this would mean for a farmer were they to uh, exit Fonterra. Well, as, as you know, with uh, Fonterra suppliers, uh, you have to have shares in the co-op to be able to supply milk. Um, now, if you sell those shares, which are then at market value, um, you will get a, a cash injection to the amount of shares you have sold. Um, so um, on, on most farms, you know, that's quite a big um, investment in terms of return on on your on your shares, um, despite you know the share price having dropped in the recent years, but it's still quite a large amount of money going forward, and particularly for young farmers who are in the middle of succession planning or something like that, um, or they've bought a farm where they you know don't need to uh, purchase shares to supply. So there is there is basically that's one of the advantages going forward. What's the scale of that? It'll, it'll be meaningless to townies, I know. It'll sound like a huge amount. Um, but, you know, what, what could the scale of it be on an average size farm? Uh, the, the average size farm, if you're looking at, you know, um, $160,000, uh, sorry, 160,000 shares, 
multiplied that by then the share price, um, you know, you, you, you're looking in, at close to $2 million, maybe something around there. So that, that's quite a big amount of money that you are investing back into your property. Especially given downturns in the, in the milk price, the anticipated milk price and inflationary pressures at the moment, debt pressures, etc. So yes. you can't really give us a number of how many farmers have made the change, yeah? No, that's correct. What of the pushback with the billboards? What's the what's the vibe like? Are people saying, okay, if it's best for you, go do it? Or are people pressuring each other to stay in? How would you describe it? Uh, uh, no, it is. If it's, if it's best for you, um, that's the option. Because, like you said, you know, with the debt pressures at the moment, um, the um, succession planning, um, th- those sorts of things for, a, you know, because we've got an ageing uh, own, farm owner population. And so that's coming through now. And with guys uh, wanting to make the change, they're, they're doing it with a business cap on, not uh, with their heart. So it's, it's purely financially driven. What's Fonterra doing in response? Um, as far as I'm aware, they uh, they are really sitting down with guys that are looking at uh, at moving, and they're sitting down with them and going through it line by line with them, with their costs, uh, with the Fonterra, um, you know, the, with their payouts um, over the last you know several years, the predictions, what they've got going forward. So they're really making a strong case for Fon- for for the Fonterra supplier to maintain their milk supply. Is there a chance this could bump up milk prices? Decent competition, fighting to keep your place. Um, it's definitely good competition, um, and it's certainly uh, roused the um, Fonterra's heckles a little bit. Um, I su- uh, in, in terms of milk price payout, um, that's more dependent really on GDT really going forward um, because that's price discovery, and that's where... Um, Fonterra has to be strong to be able to get a good milk price and then that will flow down to all the other suppliers. Thank you very much, Matthew. Matthew Zonderup is uh, the Federated Farmers Waikato Dairy Spokesperson. Listening in, as we said, Westpac Senior Agri-Economist Nathan Penny. Uh, what do you think the impact of this will be, Nathan? There's been um, you know, smaller companies coming in and gradually nipping, nibbling away at Fonterra's market share. What of this one? Yeah, hi. I, I guess this is another um, another player that's entered the market. We've we've seen various um, companies come into New Zealand's New Zealand's market over the years, um, often often from China. Um, this this company is obviously from Southeast Asia, based in Singapore. Um, so, a little more competition, particularly in in in, in the Waikato for milk. Um, and for me, though, the, the, the big picture here is, um, you know, a big company like Olam setting up shop in New Zealand is a resounding tick for New Zealand dairy. How so? Just means I mean, essentially what they're trying to do is um, they're trying to get close to their suppliers. Um, they, they see that New Zealand is a, um, a producer of quality um, milk on, on, on a, you know, in, in around the world. And that they want to get closer to their producers so that they can um, secure that supply. Um, and on that basis, um, I think that's a tick for, for New Zealand. Can you explain the nature of the supply? We often uh, 
critical of uh, the industry. The industry is often critical of itself for not moving up the supply chain, uh, not moving up the value chain quickly enough, you know, just exporting far too much commodity, far too many sacks of milk powder. What difference would having a company like this onshore mean to that mix? Yeah, you're right. In the sense, um, you know, Fonterra has has struggled to extract um, value out of the milk and, and produce consumer products as opposed to things like whole milk powder, which which, which sit in that commodity um, category. Um, a company like Olam, you know, they're obviously based in Singapore and, and, and Southeast Asia. So they're, they're able to um, understand their, their customers in that region really well um, and, and therefore potentially ext- extract or, or, or get more value out of the milk than perhaps Fonterra might be able to. Is this a worry for Fonterra? What's it? Still 80% of milk across the country it takes. But is it a worry having a competitor of this size, which has in a statement to us also indicated, uh, let me read, um, uh, the company's focused on developing long-term farmer relationships with our farmer partners. This aligns with our intent to further invest in our Waikato plant. This means we'll be investing significantly in Tokoroa and the Waikato, as well as the wider New Zealand dairy industry. Uh, no more details there, but is it a worry for Fonterra? Sure. This is, I mean, this is added competition. So, so on that basis, um, they will they will be thinking about what the impact will be. Um, it's it's um, you know, as you've mentioned at the start of the the, the piece, um, Fonterra has been very slowly losing market share over over a number of years. Albeit, it's still very high at eighty percent. So, we are still effectively talking about a monopoly here in New Zealand for for milk supply. Um, but yeah, so and we we do know also that Fonterra has changed its its supply um, you know, shareholding arrangements to sort of make make it easier for farmers to to buy and hold shares and to continue to supply Fonterra. So this this may be a, a or that may be in part or at least a very small part a nod to increase competition. Interestingly, just the final statement, a piece I'll read from the statement from OFI. We asked how many farmers had switched. They replied, we don't discuss details. We have secured ample milk for our first investment phase. We're working through a wait list of farmers who want to supply milk for our second investment phase, which will involve producing high-value milk products, such as specialised and sustainable protein ingredients, uh, so our farmers can benefit from better returns. Boom, there goes the competition, uh, Nathan, um, which, um, you know, on, on, the, on the one hand, I imagine some farmers would value. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's um, you know, it, it, farmers have the, have the right to choose who they supply and, and, and therefore, um, you know, take, take the offer that's um, best in front of them. Um, so in, in a way, it's, um, it's healthy. It keeps, it keeps the, you know, the big... The big player in this case, Fonterra, honest, um, and, and and therefore farmers have choice and, and can, you know, and it's not solely a question of price. There's also other 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 parts of that. So you know, whether it's you know um, some some of the supply agreement sort of components, different different incentives, different um, conditions around supply, such as all those things add up. Such as oh, just things like such as you know bonuses for different things like quality of milk. Um, and, 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 and the like. And then the other key thing that, you know, um, was also just discussed was uh, the having to hold shares in Fonterra has 
does change the equation a little bit. You Do know, they need to think about this um, longer term? Because the other issue is the risk of cherry picking, and this was one of the arguments, I suppose, in giving Fonterra its very special legislation in the first place. Um, is the risk that overseas competitors come and cherry pick the sweet spots and farmers in less accessible or, you know, um, for whatever reason, other farmers are left um, uh, with Fonterra or nothing? And, and, and is that a risk to Fonterra, that it loses some premium suppliers? Yeah, I think that's, I mean, that's that's fairly obvious. You know, the, the, the bulk of the... Um of the international players that have set up shop are in the Waikato and, and in Canterbury, where, where supply is, is largest and and um, often cheapest to to procure. You know, in other words, there's many farms within within a few kilometres of, of of dairy factories. So so yes, yeah, so so overseas players will will obviously target um, those regions as opposed to some of the more isolated regions. And Fonterra remains obliged to pick up that supply in 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 those in those regions, um, although now they do not need to um, pick up supply of new new farmers entering um, entering the very industry. Very good, Nathan. Thanks very much. Oh, yes, so yes, it, it is a, it is a factor. Yeah, thank you. I read at length. That's Nathan Penny. I read at length from OFI the company's response. Uh, just looking at Fonterra's response, which is quite lengthy, it says its market shares remained quite stable at 79% for the last three seasons. Uh, we work very hard to ensure existing farmers are choosing to stay with us. We don't mind a competitive environment. It helps us stay sharp. Um, and just having a look here, it's also important to note that overinvestment by the dairy industry in new processing assets at a time when New Zealand is no longer seeing overall milk supply growth uh, could result in existing assets becoming redundant, possibly impacting uh, farmers.